Hey, Milo. Yeah, Jamie. This episode is sponsored. Sponsored by who? By NinjaBuzz.io. Have you ever heard of them? I have heard of them. They're great. On NinjaBuzz, you can enter into HostFred podcast ads in just a few clicks, just like this one. All you need to do is go to NinjaBuzz.io and try entering into a sponsorship deal yourself. Is that what you did for us? That's what I did. Do it. Sweet. Do it. Spinning the wheels is a metaphor of my life. That's kind of what I do. Spin my wheels all the time. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and 90s for people who care about that crap. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And we're spinning those wheels, those wheels of justice, wheels of doom, wheels of... Wheels of fate. Fate. I like wheels the fate of... one because they're, they're kind of deciding our fate, right? They kind of are. I think, I think that's probably be the consistent one. Yeah, but if we decide we want to change it, we can because it's our show. Hell yeah. Okay, here we go. We're going to do the year. We're running low on 80s years, man. Yeah. Finally <laughs> get the freaking 90s here. Let's go. Yeah, okay, okay. Here we go. Ready? Ooh. All right, there you go. 1994. Yeah. Finally, Milo gets a little 90s action. It's about time. Nice. Man. We're gonna go with the this is the most important one. This is this is gonna decide what we're gonna talk about. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Oh, <laughs> Movies. How come we always get movies? I don't know. Yeah. And then we're going to do our segment, which is we get to choose the segment. Okay. So we get to do list of four, the case of or retrospective. It's our choice. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out and then we'll let people know in the future what we're going to do. All right. So see you in the future, people. We're back. We're talking about Westerns. So we decided on... Since it was a dealer's choice, we went with... No, it wasn't dealer's choice. Was it dealer's choice? Yeah, it was our choice, but but don't we have to do the... Don't we do that at the, at the, at the, at the beginning of the uh, spin? Oh, okay. Oh, where we do our names and stuff? Yeah. 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 No, yeah. Because remember we did... Did we do that already? And yeah. Because I was like, da-da-da, Milo Dennison. You're like, Jamie Fenderson. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just get confused doing the because we're always going back and forth in time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's going on, man. See, the problem is, is the time machine's messing with your head. It is. <laughs> I'm getting old and the time machine is like warping my brain, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's all right. You have me here. That's fine. All right. Get us back on track, Milo. My head's scrambled. Yes. So it told us 94. So we went Westerns from 1994, yeah. uh, which we found in doing our research was a good year for Westerns. There were a lot of good Westerns that came out that year. and we like Westerns. Westerns are good. And a lot of, they're not making good Westerns anymore. Ever since that Clint Eastwood one came out, the, uh, what was the one where he- Unforgiven. Unforgiven. Every Western since then has been dark and depressing. Yeah. But that was actually a good dark That one. was a good film. I'm not saying that wasn't but a good But everybody a tried film. to replicate it. In exactly. A, in a, the early nineties kind of had a, a Western like revival, right? Because for a long time, after like maybe after this late sixties or or seventies or something, like there nobody made westerns. Like they just died. And do you know what I think brought it back, Milo? Hmm. I think nineteen eighty eight's uh, Young Guns maybe brought. I think it did because that was like the first kind of western that came out that was big and had a lot of young big stars and it was like really cool. 
And I think Billy the Kid and all the young 80s stars and stuff, it was rad, right? Yeah. I think that's what started kind of the the Western revival. Um, and then that went well into the the like early to mid 90s. Um, and 1994 was was a 1992, 93, 94. They were all pretty good years for Westerns. Well, and it's good that you mentioned 93 because we're calling one out here and we're grouping it with 1994, even though it was technically it was released December 25th, 1993. Yeah, but you, we got to have this one because it was only like less than a week from 94. And it's called Tombstone, which is probably one of the best Westerns ever, not only of, of the, the 80s and 90s, but just ever. It was rad. I love that movie. Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Powers Booth, Bill Paxton, great cast. It just is such a well-made Western film, especially in those performances. Yeah. And it's just full of those awesome one-liners. And a lot of them are real. Like when he's, he says, uh, when Val, Val Kilmer, Doc Holliday, the guy's like, I'm going to get you, you son of a bitch. And he's like, you're a daisy if you do. He, he actually said that. The real guy said that. Real, the real Doc Holliday. Same with I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. He's got all those cool lines. And they were actually said by the real Doc Holliday. And then Kurt Russell's all like, he's all pissed off. And he's got a big revenge vendetta thing going on. He's like, you tell him I'm coming. And hell's coming with me. You hear me? Hell's coming with me. And you're like, yeah, get those some bitches. <laughs> you tell them I'm coming. And hell's coming with me. You hear? Hell's coming with me. Get them, dude. <laughs> it's such a well-written film. The dialogue is so great. It's it's across the board, 100% brilliant film. Yeah, I, I love it. It's probably my, well, it's one of my favorite movies of any genre, but it's my favorite Western for sure. Definitely in the top five. Yeah. And now we're going to talk about it's another 1994 gem, it's Little Brother. <laughs> yeah, the one that came out a little bit later and did not do nearly as well. And that would have no, to be man. Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. Yeah, poor Kevin Costner. A decent cast, Kevin, uh, Dennis Quaid, Gene Hackman in it, but um, this was not good. I don't even really remember it because it's like it's like twins, like Tombstone is the Arnold Schwarzenegger who comes out of the belly, the mama belly and 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 the baby is just healthy, prime specimen of a baby. And you're like, that's a beautiful baby. And then suddenly, like Wyatt Earp comes out like kind of late and everybody's surprised because nobody even thought there was a second baby in there. And, <laughs> and the parents are like, oh, oh, a twin. And it's just like this little Razzie award-winning leftovers of a baby. And, and you kind of like, oh, okay, I guess we'll have to deal with you then. That's what, that's what Wyatt Earp is. It's like the, it's like the Danny DeVito in Twins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what Danny. it is, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And it showed in the box office. So Tombstone had $25 million budget and made $56 million. Wyatt Earp had a $63 million budget and only made $25 million. So Ooh. Tombstone doubled its money. Wyatt lost a lot. Yeah, and Wyatt Earp got Razzie Awards for like worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel. <laughs> and it got another Razzie Award for worst actor. Oh, Kevin. Yeah, dude. So it, I forgot, because I, I don't know if I hate it or not, because I just don't remember it. It's like one of those movies you might have watched, but you just don't remember it. 
and maybe you just didn't care. You didn't pay attention. Cause you're like, man, I wish I was watching tombstone right now. <laughs> yeah, That's the problem. So even if you saw it, you're comparing it to tombstone because it was so recent. Cause I saw both of them probably around when they came out. Cause I love Westerns and same thing. I, I remember watching Wyatt Earp and just being like, yeah, it's not even remotely close to tombstone in regards to quality. I, they must not have known they were like the, the, the studios, they must not have known they were making the, the same kind of movie about the same story and stuff, because if so, like, I think that other like Wyatt Earp, Warner brothers, whatever would have been like, yeah, maybe we'll just pull the plug on this. Or maybe they thought they had a better movie. (laughs) That's definitely it. They thought they had a better movie and, and it's, you know, like somebody probably pitched it to one studio and they're like, maybe not. And then goes and pitches. So like then one studio starts making it and then the other studio is like, Oh shit, they're making it. So I guess we should make it. Yeah, maybe. It's a cool story. I mean, this isn't the first movie about Tombstone or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's one starring uh, Kurt Douglas back in the old days called the um, the gunfight at the OK Corral. Oh yeah, and I watched that recently. It's free on like Hulu or something. And I watched that, and it's pretty good. And it was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, So it's just a cool story. But I, I don't know. It'd be hard to screw up, I guess. But Wyatt Earp done did it. (laughs) <laughs> good job Wyatt good job <laughs> oh plus Kurt Russell can probably kick Kevin Costner's butt any dude, day you have Sam ass. Elliott dude he just Sam Elliott can kick Kevin Costner's butt like and he just Elliott looks like badass. he's just a cowboy like when he talks and he's got the mustache and when he's talking it doesn't matter what movie he's in you're like man Sam Elliott's just like the personification of any of what you think of as a cowboy, right? With the voice and the mustache. I just want to have him read me a lullaby about Western. <laughs> He's just a cowboy guy, man. He's just the, like the perfect cowboy. Oh, totally. Like if you were like writing a novel and you were describing a cowboy, <laughs> you'd basically just describe Sam Elliott. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That just, just, just describe him. And he's like the perfect cowboy. A couple other funds that came out that year. Maverick. Maverick was awesome. Before everybody hated Mel Gibson, back when he was cool. Uh, yeah. Jodie Foster and James Gardner. And that was, it was a Western, but it was fun. It was, you know. It was a, a lot of fun. Western film was so much fun to watch. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And it had a great cast. It's based on the old TV show that actually James Gardner was the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Mel Gibson kind of took over because James Gardner kind of older now or older then. But yeah, I, I think you nailed it, dude, because here's the thing about Maverick. It's just so much fun. It's it's a lot of fun kind of comedy. It's a lot of fun adventure. I think the, the, the actors and the characters are really playing off each other so well. It's just a really fun Western. I don't think they, I can't, I, I don't know what's going on in the world today, but I don't, I haven't heard of any Westerns like this that are just fun and adventurous. I don't think they make these kind of Westerns anymore. I don't think so either. If they make uh, any Westerns at all, I don't know. <laughs> uh, th- yeah. And it was fun to see Jodie Foster in a more comedic role. Yeah. And she's not like um, trying to find serial killers or, or trying to like communicate with aliens or something. She's just kind of a cool kind of con woman, kind of a cool Western belle. And she's having a lot of fun. That's a fun movie. I, that's the thing, Milo. That's That's a fun movie. And I just, that's my biggest problem with movies nowadays is a lot of them just, just take themselves too damn seriously, man. Yeah. You know, like if people make a Western, it's gotta be like, it's all at night 
and there's just murder and just dark and all this stuff just constantly. Um, I don't, I don't know why people, I don't know why they don't make fun, fun movies anymore, man. What, what's up? Uh, we just watched a Western. Um, and I'm trying to think of the guy that was in it, the comedic actor, John C. Riley was in it, right? So John C. Riley, comedic actor, but he also does like, you know, serious stuff on occasion. And it was a Western. And basically the plot of it is John C. Riley and his brother are, they're hired guns, right? They're going, they're hired to go after some guy who has made this, um, made this concoction that if you pour it in a river, it makes the gold glow. It, you know, and it also has um, Joaquin Phoenix in it, right? And Jake Gyllenhaal, so a decent cast. And so they go on and Jake and, all, and they catch up to Jake Gyllenhaal and the three of them all try to kind of, you know, do this thing to make this money or to make this thing go. And they end up getting themselves sick out of it. But the point being is when you read the description of the movie, it's written like uh, people are like, oh, slightly, you know, comedic, great comedic performances and this kind of stuff. And you watch it and it's not a comedy. It's a serious drama film and it's and the descriptions are like oh great comedic for comedic performance from such and such and that kind of stuff and it's just utterly ridiculous the the sisters brothers that's what it was called and uh yeah it probably came out maybe two or three years ago and we just watched it and it's just it, it is the epitome of what we're talking about where even a comedy or something that has supposedly comedic moments isn't funny it's serious dramatic and depressing in like almost the entire they're trying to trick us with are they trying to trick us dude like by putting john c Riley in it yeah they're trying to make it hey we got comedic actors but we don't actually know how to write comedy because nobody's no nobody in hollywood is witty or funny anymore so like what's up with that uh another comedy city slickers 2 came out in 1994 billy crystal daniel stern and jack palance who won a best supporting actor for his role in the first city slickers movie not this one but the first city slickers movie and I, well, the first city slickers movie is just loads of fun very mm-hmm. funny and here's the thing i i don't typically like sequels i like maybe five percent of the sequels that ever came out if if that but i like this sequel i thought i thought it was funny and I, I was looking into it and it's got like these low critic scores and it actually was nominated for a Razzie for worst prequel remake ripoff or sequel. What? Did you know that? No, yeah, I dude. That. Fuck that dude. That was a good, cri- I mean, it takes the characters, it puts them back into the situation. It's not a complete copy of the first one. Uh, you know, this time they're going after treasure. Uh, Jack Palance plays his character's identical brother. It's yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's got that same kind of funny stuff going on. And they have all these, you know, bits and, and skits th- throughout the movie. And it's, again, it's fun. It's adventurous. I, I Like I said, I don't like sequels that much, but this one, I don't see. This one I actually like. So I don't know what the critics are talking about. Yeah, I would easily watch a double feature of City Slickers and City Slickers too. This just goes to show you that this critics and stuff and the rotten tomatoes score and all that it's actually pretty meaningless a lot of it's just people like to be online and bitching about stuff yeah but these ones here's the thing with these scores though i don't think this is from people just bitching about stuff these are actually like critics from newspapers and stuff right they're in the probably in the corporate you know pocketbook because these are the same people who give like 
Star Trek Discovery, like a 98% or some craziness, right? And and then and then they give other movies like really low scores. I I, I think the whole rotten tomato, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna go on record. I'm gonna say this, and, and City Slickers too is the impetus, this, but I'm gonna say it straight up, go on record. That I think the Rotten Tomato scores and all the other critic scores, I think they're crap. I think they're I think you all are are in the pocketbooks of the big entertainment companies. And if they and you probably work as for a subsidiary of them, and and if not, they probably give you a little little something something we don't know about because you don't they don't they don't want you to give them bad score. And I think that's what's going on. I'm gonna go on record and say it. And if I don't show up for the next podcast, you'll know what happened. <laughs> Disney's gonna send some some goons dressed up as Mickey Mouse and stuff, beat the crap out of me, and put me in a little cell somewhere. Never to be heard from again. Yep. Mickey Mouse is coming for you, buddy. <laughs> that's that's what I think, though. But this is a good one. I think uh, people should do a double feature on this, though. If you haven't seen the first one, watch the first one. It, it is better, but the second and one's what fun. a stud Jack Palance was, you know? Oh, yeah. You remember the Oscar thing when he actually went and won the Oscar? And he goes up and does these one-armed push-ups. And the yeah, dude was like 85 at the time or something like that. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, look at this. One-armed push-ups. Yeah. I can fucking do this shit. He's badass. He could whoop both our butts with one hand tied behind his back. Definitely, dude. Easily. He he he's a good cowboy too, though. Like an old scruffy badass cowboy. But he's also in a fun comedy. So I, I think I love Jack Palance, man. He 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 nailed it. So here's a neat piece of Jack Palance trivia. Did you know his first Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actor was in 1954, also in a western. Shane, the 1953 classic Shane. Oh, really? Yeah. When I uh, was doing a filmmaking class, we watched Shane because because it is kind of it is that um, template for the classic Western. Like the good guys wear the white hat. The bad guys wear the black hat. You know, it's it's that type of a Western. And uh, yeah, it's a great film. That's actually on my list because I'm rewatching like old Westerns now. There's a whole bunch of them on Hulu. Yeah, I'm on Hondo right now, but I think Shane can be next. And it's it's a good film. It's a great film. Yeah, Jack, Jack, yeah, that guy's just amazing. All right, next up, we have The Cowboy Way. Yeah, that's a funny one, dude. This is another one. Yeah, it's kind of you know serious, but also comedic. Uh, Woody Harrelson and Kiefer Sutherland. A couple uh, rodeoers. A buddy of theirs' daughter is kidnapped or something like that. And the buddy goes looking for her and disappears. And so they decide to then go find him or find her. And uh, she's basically being trafficked from Mexico to the U.S. And uh, yeah, so it's cowboys out of water in New York. What makes it good is the di- the, the play between Woody and Kiefer's characters you know, they, the way they talk shit to each other, because <laughs> at the beginning they're, they haven't talked in a while because they got into a big fight kind of thing and they kind of have to team up. Um, it opens with mama. Don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys as the, in the title or in the, in the opening credits, which is just a fantastic song. Yeah. It's got some funny bits too. I mean, I, I love both these actors. They're awesome, but it's got some funny bits like, uh, I don't know, stuff like they're trying to shake down this bad guy, get some information but they do it the cowboy way, yeah. which is they pull down his pants and they got this like calf and the calf's all ready to go. He's hungry. <laughs> He's like, you got to tell us what you need, what we need to know. We're going to let this calf go. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny shit, dude. They have all kinds of little, 
like gags like that, like these out of water cowboys in New York city, just, and they're straight up cowboys. Like, I don't know if real New Mexico cowboys would, would be like this because these guys act like they're straight out of the 19th century sometimes, but it's funny. That whole cowboy out of water thing is, is, is just funny, dude. It cracks me up. And speaking of cowboys that do rodeo, we had eight seconds, uh, which is based on a true story. Luke Perry plays Lana Frost, a rodeoer who was super famous within that area and uh, gets killed actually by the bull that he's rodeoing on. And uh, yeah, it's just a really kind of a, you know, nice true story of this guy. Um, great performances in it. And I, I do feel bad because there's uh, his best friend is named Tough, Tough Henderson and Stephen Baldwin plays that character. So, you know, like the real life tough when they were making the movie, they're he'd probably like, yeah, they're making a movie like sweet dude. Who's playing you? And it's going to be like Stephen Baldwin. And it's like, oh, shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> biodome Stephen baldwin yeah lana or lena or lana lena i don't remember if i'm it's been a while since i've seen it lena you you know it's like luke perry's playing him sweet who's playing tough Stephen baldwin and tough you know still alive at the time it's like oh man he's like oh no you're talking are you talking the flintstones and viva rock (laughs) vegas guy (laughs) here's a couple facts though about about uh alec baldwin and, and westerns uh, and and the 80s and 90s, he was in a show called The Young Writers. Alec which Baldwin was like or a, Stephen Baldwin? What's that? Alec Baldwin or Stephen Baldwin? Because you said I think Alec. Stephen Baldwin was in this. Ooh, you always call me out when I screw somebody's name up. Did I screw it up? <laughs> Your turn. Oh, yeah, Stephen Baldwin. Well, at least I'm screwing up like brothers, <laughs> <laughs> not cartoon characters with real people and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, he was in The Young Writers. Which I remember is, that show. I'd never heard of it. Have you I heard of that show? It. Yeah, I watched it. It was good. It had, um, trying to remember a couple of the other people in it, but basically the idea is they're writers on the um, the mail route and stuff. And so they've got to deliver oh. the mail and they get into adventures on the way. Yeah. And then uh, he was also in another Western a year before called Posse. Do you remember that? Don't know that one. It's like a uh, Buffalo soldiers, like black soldiers. Hmm. Um, they, they go and they desert. They were in Cuba and they desert and they go back to, uh, to America and they're defending a town against Ku Klux Klan and stuff. I remember it vaguely, but it's kind of like, it's kind of cool. Like Buffalo soldiers, Western. He was in that one. So he was in a couple, couple Western theme things. Oh, good for him. Yeah. But Luke Perry was big back then. 90210. He was probably, he was kind of a heartthrob, like, he probably he became big... more of a hot throb after that. Girls are probably like, yeah. and he rides bulls. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and this one's kind of a, I don't know, touching story about a real guy's life and stuff. I mean, I don't really get it. I I, I always want, dreamed of being like a cowboy or whatever, because who, who hasn't? And I, I think, man, I, that's hard to ride on a huge bull for eight seconds. Why? I don't know why you want to do that, but. No, it's kind of the same thing. Like there's a lot of things that I'd like to do that I haven't done. You know, the, the bungee jumping, the, I jumped out of an airplane once, you know, like that kind of stuff, but bull riding has never been on that list. I have no interest whatsoever in having my nuts smashed into the back of a bull, fall off the bull, have the bull possibly stomp on me or stab me with its horns. Like no interest in it whatsoever. Yeah. But I mean, you're kind of badass if you do. 
Like if you go to a rodeo, you see a dude riding a bull, you're like, that's a badass right there. Yeah, yeah. I do the uh, the bar one, you know, how some bars have the electric. Yeah, I do that. I've done it, dude. I suck. <laughs> See, I suck at the bait at the kid level, too, man. <laughs> they put it on like the lowest level. They're like, oh, Jamie, it's at the lowest level. I'm like, ah, boing. <laughs> yeah, Luke Perry. Luke Perry was kind of big back then. And he, he I think he died young, right? He, or he wasn't too old, huh? No, he wasn't too old. I want to say 40s, maybe 50s. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a bummer. But yeah, he was definitely really big back then, Luke Perry. Um, I think he might have had a lot, lot more years of doing a lot of cool things ahead of him. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a few highlights. Uh, other stuff that came out then, Bad Girls, Wagons East. I mean, I guess they all can't be winners, right? Lightning yeah. Jack, The Desperate Portrayal, probably a few that were missing on our list. But it, it was nice to have a year and a few years really where we got to see some good Westerns and it certainly would be nice to see that again. Yeah. And aside from 94, you can look at other nineties Westerns like a year later, they had stuff like the quick and the dead with Sharon Stone. That was kind of cool. Young Um, quickly down under was an early, like a 1991 Tom Selleck. Yeah. Good film. Of course, dances with wolves came out that year too. That's a classic Western. That's something like, he was Kevin Costner was actually good in. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so hit and miss. It's like great, terrible. You know? Yeah, yeah, but there. I think I forgot how many um, westerns came out in the '90s. I mean, we just had one year. If you if you look through the '90s, the '90s I forgot had a really big western revival, and it was really kind of a a, a, a goal, a second golden age for westerns. The '90s. Yeah, we need that again. It'd be nice. I don't think it's going to happen, man. I don't think so either. Well, I think we should put that out to our audience and say, hey, have you seen a good Western that came out recently? If so, jump on Twitter, post it to us at the 80s and 90s com, and we can check it out. Or Yeah, we'd love to see one. Not a dark, depressing, makes us wanted to shoot ourselves in the head Western, but a good Western. Yeah, just a good fun one. All right, audience, as always, uh, like I said, you can reach us on Twitter. We want you to do that. If you can think of a good Western that came out recently to send to the 80s and 90s guys, we'll probably won't talk about it on the show because it falls out of the area, but we like watching movies, so we'll definitely watch it. And with that, we'll say we are out of here like good Westerns from the 90s. Bye, white good Westerns. It's a bummer. Hey, you know Alec Baldwin, though? Yeah, the like, other Baldwin. No, no, the famous Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah, they're fine. Dude. No, no, no. I'm, I'm messing that up again. Stephen Baldwin. He was he wasn't one good one though. Remember that movie, The Usual Suspects? Yeah, he's been in good movies. He was actually good in that one though. He wasn't like yeah, it's true. I think maybe uh, working in that in um, Biodome just kind of destroyed his career. After everybody saw that, they're just like, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he was done. He was totally done, but I remember like he, he was actually kind of good in a few things. So we knock him a lot, but we have to remember that he was maybe in one or two good. He was good in one or two things. Yeah. He has done good stuff. A few, the things. Flintstones in Viva rock Vegas, not being one of them <laughs> <Or> Biodome. <laughs> Biodome. Yeah. He's, he has too much trash. <laughs>